I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Don't forget to head on over to our website, shamelesssex.com, for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. This episode is tips from a dick-sucking expert. Amy, it's pronounced diaka. Oh, sorry. <laughs> tips from a diaka-sucking expert. You know, our uh, so still to this day, our top episodes, number one is still How to Eat Pussy Like a Champ with Alice and Ash. And number two is still Tayomi's How to Suck Dick Like a Boss. So this one's probably going to be up there number two or number three pretty soon, most well, likely. especially everybody, everybody out there. Sucking a diaka takes more than just a little bit of oh. of educative background. Hadusa Divine has some really good stuff to share. She's awesome. We are we are recording with her again. On I'm so topic, stoked so. for that episode. With it's going to be the uh, webcam. Ooh. How to so she's so cool. She's amazing. I loved this episode. It was a yeah. while ago that we recorded it, but it was really phenomenal. Yeah. Great tips. I've used some of the tips that she gave on this episode uh, in between on a diaka on a diaka like a real life a real life diaka. <laughs> it was nice. I like that. Uh, so stay tuned, everyone. You're going to love this episode. Uh, also, if you've you've heard, we have swag. We have T-shirts. We have masks. We have all kinds Stickers. of sex gear. Stickers. Wall mugs, art. Tank tops. Hoodies. All the above. So shameless Baby sex. Baby onesies. Baby onesies. If you want to rock your shameless sex gear because you're part of the shameless sex revolution, guess what? It all goes to a good cause. We're donating all proceeds this month to the NAACP. So this is to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, so we make no money off of it, and you get to look awesome in your swag. We also might have a contest coming up of you wearing your swag where you can win awesome sex it's toys. pretty high-quality stuff. Yes. I was impressed. We, Me too. We, we never know. We look great in sticker With format. certain, like, the, those kinds of uh, websites, what yeah. you're going to get. And I remember when we were uh, talking about that, I was like, I don't know. It depends on the quality. And it's we good. got the stickers. Yeah. We got the shirts and some mugs, and they were beautiful. Yeah. So I'm stoked. I, yeah, I, I'm super excited. So to learn more, to order, just go to our website, shamelesssex.com. You can scroll down and you'll see a big banner that has some t-shirts on it. Just click on that banner. It's huge. You can't miss it when you scroll down um, and order away. You can send us photos of you in it. I mean, as long as there's no diaka in it, we're good. Yeah, you could send us photos. That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, we have a contest coming up. I mean, you could could just put a like emoji over the diaka. Yeah. (laughs) A diaka emoji. Just because we. Of um, an eggplant. Yeah. Or a (laughs) banana. (laughs) Or the loaf of bread. That's Ooh. one I've been using lately. Ooh. A loaf of bread for the deca? Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, my God. You, my animal is going crazy right now. Uh, okay, go check that out. Now we want to... before. So we have a sex question here, a very interesting sex question that is related to the diaka, um about blowjob and, and shame around blowjobs. Um, specifically, is it degrading? Um, we will get there in one second. First, I want to bring up some important feedback, as we always do when we get feedback from our listeners because we value you. Um, feedback about Kim and Nami's episode that we did last week. Uh, I have had at least 
two emails and two other live humans report back that they thought a lot of the language was shaming. Mm. Um, and so I'm going to read just a little bit of the feedback. And we did, you know, we shared in the beginning of the episode, if you all haven't listened, we did share in the beginning of the episode that there were some, uh, uh, some things that were said that we didn't necessarily um, agree with in the way that we do sex education. I actually had a moment where I was activated that I shared on there. Um, so here's some feedback from a listener. I wanted to give you some feedback on your latest episode featuring Kim and Nami and validate Amy's expression of feeling triggered or activated by some of Kim's statements. I'm a 25-year-old heterosexual female in a long-term monogamous relationship. Although my partner and consider our sex life to be wonderful, mind-blowing, and adventurous, I, too, felt almost attacked by Kim's words surrounding statements like, if the sex you're having isn't transcendent and doesn't leave you feeling invigorated, then you're doing it wrong. I believe that it's incredibly harmful to tell anyone who's experiencing sexual pleasure that they're doing it wrong. As someone who orgasms, whose orgasms come pretty easily and consistently, pun intended, this statement <laughs> was difficult to hear, and I imagine it would be so much more harmful or hurtful for those who do struggle with to experience sexual pleasure consistently. Furthermore, I also felt as if Kim was, sh- was shaming those who experience clitoral orgasms rather than her described vaginal and cervical orgasms. I was under the impression that most genital orgasms are in fact clitoral orgasms due to the way in which the extensive clitoral anatomy is involved with both the vagina and the urethra, not to mention that there are many other ways of achieving orgasm besides the genitals. As we know very well, Every female-bodied individual is different, and some types of orgasms are more accessible to some people than others based purely on their individual anatomy, as you both have explained through your experiences working with sexological body workers. The way Kim spoke was as if clitoral orgasms are somehow less than vaginal or cervical, and those who experience clitoral orgasms should level up a belief, by the way, that was shared by Freud back in the day. Whether it was intended or not, she also seemed to imply that cryogasms were only accessible vaginally, and I felt that, in her view, the amazing clitoral orgasms I experienced with my partners, many of which has been cryogasms, by the way, are in some way not good enough, in her opinion. Mm. There's more that this person shared, um, and so I had, and I have another email from someone. Oh you yeah, know, that's a long email. Yeah, and this another person said, you know, they they're saying, you know, love you and appreciate you. We felt like the language was limiting and shaming, um, and and you know, and I have to say, um, yeah, I agree, mm-hmm. and and I agree again. I we said this in the podcast. She has a lot of wonderful things to offer. Because here's what I love about what she says. What her approach is, you have it all in you. You've just been told a whole bunch of lies about how it all works, but really, deep down, you have all the tools. You're not broken. You just don't know it. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I do agree that when you speak about a hierarchy of pleasure or that all bodies work one way and that everyone can have that, and if you're not doing this this way and it's stated that you're doing it wrong or it's not enough, that is shaming. Well, that did happen to me on the episode because she was talking about the wetness and vaginal dryness and that that is something that is basically not normal and that you should or could have the ability to always have a wet pussy. And I was like, well, wait a second. That doesn't happen to me all the time. And I know that I'm a very sexual person. And I also have come to terms with the fact that I sometimes am super horny and my pussy doesn't cooperate. Right. It's not, it just doesn't. That's why I love lube. That's why I love Uber lube. That's why I love having the option. And I did have a moment of like, something's wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it right. I'm broken. My partner must not be taking enough time to pleasure me. Right. And we were talking about this hormones 
uh, antihistamines, stress. And I've also worked really hard to communicate that to my partner. I was like, yo, I am really turned on by you. And because he was sometimes like confused, like, well, I don't understand why you're, you know, what, what's happening? Are you not turned on? I'm like, no. And so that episode did kind of mess with my brain. I think a lot of it is, is, you know, a language, a language thing that it just, as, as I read the feedback and felt into it, it really doesn't fit our model. It doesn't fit. But again, we don't only want to share what fits our model. No. And that's what I was going to say because we, and we said this on the intro when we recorded the intro, we said, we there have been guests that we have not necessarily a hundred percent agreed with all of what they were presenting to us as experts or their information that they gave. We've kind of been like, eh. However, it's good to know that the there's all sorts of tools and options for all sorts of folks out there. Yeah. Depending on what you want, we're not a one size fits all podcast. With our approach is this is what's available. This is what is we're presenting to you. Yeah. You can make your own rules and these are the options for you. I think in the future, though, what what I'll say to our listeners is that for, through, through again, there's stuff that she said that I value, mm-hmm. um, and I personally think it is important that to share different opinions, but to not necessarily um, uh, represent folks that ha- use shaming language. In Absolutely. my opinion, and that is just a judgment on my part. And our listeners are hearing that too. So what I can say to people is, uh, we I will do better in screening uh, guests that they can have different opinions from us, but if their language doesn't feel inclusive, maybe they don't have to have the but perfect gender pronouns. Shaming. I know. She, <laughs> that's what your partner calls. That's me. what my partner called yeah, her. I mean, it's just funny. They don't have to have the perfect gender pronouns. I don't no. expect all of our listeners to have that, or like they don't. And some of them have heteronormative language. That's just how they were trained. But if they are saying things that that are shaming, that if you're not doing this way, then it's incorrect or not good enough. Then that's going to be something that I'm gonna, I'm personally going to uh, stand by. It does seem that the most fiery of episodes, where we get the most interesting slash intense feedback, are the ones that have folks that have this very kind of shamey, one-sided. I said shamey, but that was just because I was looking at you. Have this, but they have this kind of language and this representation of what they believe is the right and only methodology for the approach, whether it's for vaginal wetness or a menopause or for picking up girls at the bar, yeah. right? So <laughs> No one, no, there isn't one size that fits all to anyone. No. The one thing that applies to everyone is that we all need to fucking breathe. Otherwise, we're going to die. So, like, we know that. We know that the breath is really you important. Have to pee and, and we also need water, although yes. the, aren't the Three breath... Three days without water. What about the breatharians, aren't they? <laughs> Never mind. Okay, I won't go down the rabbit hole. But here's what I want to <laughs> say to everyone. I don't know what that is, but I... Breatharians? I'll, I'm going to Google oh, we're, it later. We're talking we about this We don't have time in a day for all this. Fuck. I all mean, right. the things that you've been sharing with me lately, I'm like, Amy, don't go down the rabbit hole. She'll text me sometimes. Like, oh my god, did you see this thing? I was like, I don't think JFK Jr. is alive, <laughs> so we're not gonna go there. And I don't think JFK I know Jr. you don't, alive. but you're like <laughs> some other folks do. Okay, it's like the chemtrail. <laughs> oh my god! All right, um, moving on. Moving on. Shit's getting weird in COVID. Shit okay, is. So here's what I want to offer to people: you go to episode on our on our podcast number ninety five. With Emily Nagowski, who wrote Come As You Are. One of my favorite episodes, by the way. The episode's called Come As You Are because, yes, you are normal. And everything she says is very normalizing. And for anyone that felt shamed from what they heard Kim and Nami say or anyone who's questioning themselves, go listen to that episode so that you don't feel shamed anymore. Because she, uh, we really, really identify with what she says. Um, and it 
check out her book, Come As You Are. It is revolutionary. So um, I'm sorry if anyone was offended. And um, and I get it because I brought it brought up stuff for me, too, and for April. I don't well. think we are uh, ha- should be the ones apologizing. I don't think we did anything <laughs> oh, I'm, wrong, I'm right? Saying, no, no, no. I'm not saying I'm sorry that we didn't. Do it. I'm sorry that you have an experience that doesn't feel good. Yes. So I just feel yes. bad for anyone yes. that feels shamed. Okay. I know it's not our fault. I was just clarifying the apology. Cause no, like, apologies don't only like, have to come. Do apologies don't wrong. don't mean everyone, someone's wrong. Apologies mean, I, in my opinion, it can mean I really feel for you. I'm sorry that your nickname's changed. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <Okay>. <laughs> 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 All right. Ready for a sex question? Yes. My partner is uncomfortable giving me blowjobs because she feels that the act is very degrading and disrespectful. She is a very intelligent and respectful woman, and I do not want to make her feel uncomfortable doing something she does not enjoy. It is always consensual and never forced, and I understand that maybe she feels this way because of the deception of oral sex in porn. However, this is not to say that she never gives me blowjobs. It's on a rare occasion, and I love it when she does. She is very good at it, and I appreciate it and gratefully enjoy it when she does decide to give me oral. And I should also add that my partner doesn't let me give her oral sex as she feels it's dirty and also degrading. Only recently, she has decided that oral sex is now completely off the table, and I am respectful of her decision. However, like most men, I really enjoy oral sex, and I don't want it to make a big deal out of it. But on the other hand, am I denying myself the pleasure of something I really enjoy? Do you have any tips or ideas that might help put the head back on the the head back in our sex life. I like that. Dude, this episode With to start. start yeah. <laughs> I you know, this kind of bums me out a little bit only in terms of the partner her putting herself in this box that is like I'm not going to ever do that again unless there's something deeper going on and I'm sure from your perspective Amy from your kind of therapizing this this question and also this this uh this other person that's involved with the decision and not wanting to go down or have anyone go down on her, I feel like maybe there's some deeper work that needs to be done. Maybe there's some trauma that she's had or something that is activating her, triggering her when she's in this position. I've had that problem. I've to- I've talked about that on the podcast before when yeah. I was forced with like, 15, Someone I think, pushing, or 14. pushing your head down. Yes, yeah. he was older, and, and it was really traumatic, and it also felt degrading to me, and I felt like I was just sort of being used, and it was really hard for me for a long time to get to the, the level or the space of thinking that it was okay to, to go down on a person. I, I was okay with people going down on me, and I know this isn't about me, but it, I just understand perhaps why she's having issues if there is something that happened within that. And that's going to be work that she's going to have to choose to do to actually look at. And if that's not the case and she's just making the assumption or the having the, the experience that it's dirty, mm-hmm. which is hard for me to hear because it's not, it's not dirty, right? Yeah. It's not something that is vile. The Bible, the, the Bible says it does, though. I mean, it's part of sodomy. Oral sex well, is yes. This is so. This is how old these these beliefs are, right? And I we, I think we don't r- realize that our our beliefs about things can be related to something from a thousand years ago, right? You yeah. know that was was written or said. You know in the Victorian era as well. Oral sex wasn't something you did with a partner, something you paid for. Hence that where the name blowjob. This is a theory. The name blowjob actually potentially came from paying a sex worker. That's the job to blow your load, blow job, mm. because it wasn't something that you did in relationship. You know people weren't going down on pussies. They weren't going on. Down because well, it was also because we were sex was more for procreation. Yeah. It wasn't it, for it pleasure. Was a jo- yeah, it was it, a, it was yes. a job still within. So that. you went to a paid 
person for the pleasure for the pleasure yeah and so i mean there's a lot of things your dog is on one today by the way he is in i love you okay sorry sorry he's very distracting he's on my mic he's on my mic okay (laughs) he wants to say hi to all the listeners oh my god someone get this dog a bone um so what i want to say about this to this person um it's you know we don't know where this came from. We the idea maybe is from watching porn, like uh, as April said, maybe this your partner had a experience that was traumatic. Someone pushing their head down, someone calling them a slut for mm. sucking dick, or you know in in school, do you remember the girls who you heard that they suck someone's dick and then everyone called them a slut and oh, such yeah. them? And even if it yeah. wasn't you, you still internalized that. Oh, only slutty girls do that. I um, never participated in the slut shaming, sh- slut shaming, but I did internalize that that was bad. Yeah, like I thought about that in high school. Like, yeah. No, that is not. I would never do that. Yeah, that's degree. You're yeah. you're a lower person if you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I would say is get curious. I you know if she says that she finds it degrading, and maybe ask her questions about that lovingly. Like, hey, I, I want to respect wherever you're at. I'm not trying to force you to do anything. In fact, it's really important for me to respect you. I'm also curious about this because not only do I like receiving oral sex, but I also like giving oral sex, and I like pleasuring you. And for me, I don't think of these things as shameful. So, but I'm curious. You know, what about it? Is it that did you see it in porn? Did you have any bad experiences with it? You know, were you ra- raised religiously where you had people told you that, that told you this isn't what you do? Um, because chances are it comes from something. It's not just like she was born with this idea mm. fresh out of the womb. Um, but whatever you do, completely be really clear that you will not pressure her, that you respect her. Um, and that you, so, but, you know, I'll say that part, am I denying myself the pleasure of something I really enjoy? Um, yes and no, right? If you, it's, this is something you really, it's really, really important to you and you feel like you're going to have resentment and it's going to hurt sexual connection because there's a big part of you that wants to experience something that you're not experiencing. That could be an issue, but it doesn't mean we always get what we want. Um, so it's only if you feel like, you know, in two years, if oral sex is off the table, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an issue and I'm, you know, that uh, this probably won't be fulfilling in terms of the sex life that I want, then that's something to consider. But if you feel like it's, I could take it or leave it because there's so many other ways that we connect, then all good. And listen to the Mick Jagger Rolling Stone song. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> but you can try sometimes. You just might find. You, you don't you get the head. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a shameless sex band. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> I think that's great advice, Amy. And I think, and if she's having a bit of maybe some hold up or she's feeling sort of uh, in that space of unable to, to share her past experience or what is the reasoning behind her uh, not wanting to do the oral, either do the oral or give the oral or receive the oral. Maybe there is someone that you can talk to. Uh, There's online therapists. There are sexological body workers that could even help with her trauma if she has any of that stuff happening. If she doesn't feel that it's safe to talk to you about the things, then you could always encourage or suggest uh, maybe her seeking out someone that is a professional that could help her tap in to some of these these um, uh, sorry I'm distracted by the animal but some of these feelings and mm-hmm. uh, if it is if it her. is old oh, old shame and trauma especially worthy of working on yeah. uh, but she has to choose that you know you it's not that you need to do this for me it's just that she yeah. has to ultimately choose it for herself 
Um, so yeah, hopefully that helps. Hopefully we answered some of your questions. Thank you for writing in. We love our listeners yeah. and listen to this episode because there's some good it's advice. Good. So before we read the bio, I'd like to talk to you all about a little something called Dipsy. You've heard us talk about this before. So we all t- we just talk about how important self care is. It's the medicine for everything, especially right now. People are having a real hard time with COVID, etc. And self care is vital for us. And we think of self care usually as like go to yoga and you know eat healthy, but self care also re- is it, pleasure is a part of that. This is a holistic approach. All of these parts of ourselves matter. Um, And so our stance is connection to our pleasure is part of self-care and is vital for us. That means connection to our bodies and our erotic bodies. I know a lot of you are probably feeling disconnected to your pleasure right now. Uh, And we're in love with Dipsy. It is an app. It's online. It's easy to use. It's erotic short stories designed by women for women, although people of all genders can listen. And they give new episodes every week, new stories every week, I should say. And you can listen to it anywhere, anytime you get turned on, whatever you want to it's phenomenal and not only do they have stories in the app you can go to their wellness section they have dirty talk basics they have uh they have a strap-on starter so you can actually play with bdsm aftercare and listen to 12 to 9 minute segments and get all of the wellness short info that you can play with and, and get turned on get turned on too so go from the stories to the wellness app so uh, shameless sex listeners, that's you. You get a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash shameless. That's 30 days totally free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash shameless. Again, dipsystories.com slash shameless. I'm on it. I know Amy is too. Do it. Hey, Chip, how about a bio? I want to read the bio. Noise. All right, let's learn about Hedusa Divine. I love her. She's I call her Head USA. And yeah, nice. yeah, it was good. It was good. I was loving it. I was like, but it's it's like Medusa, but Hedusa. Yeah. So awesome. Hedusa Divine is a master oralist, webcam model, self-published author, and content creator. She's a dick-sucking expert and author of The Blowjob Handbook, where she shares her experiences, techniques, and advice to help self-empower and improve within the art of sucking dick. Not only does she focus on the physical aspects of sucking dick, she also incorporates the mental and spiritual aspects because they are just as, if not more, important. Her goal in sharing her wisdom and experiences from entertainment and educational perspectives is to influence the fellatio culture as well as for you to learn new techniques and skills so that you are inspired to become your own master oralist. To learn more, visit IamHedusa.com. That's I-A-M-H-E-A-D-U-S-A.com. And now let's get to the interview. But first... Food is medicine and time is precious. That's why we're huge fans of Saqqara. Saqqara delivers clean, delicious meals directly to you to make your life easier while giving you the nutrients you need. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made with powerful plant-based ingredients designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin shining. Saqqara customizes the menu just for you with chef-crafted meals that change weekly so you'll never get bored. Mmm, the sunshine curry bowl with purple coconut sticky rice. Talk about a mouthgasm. Add to that their daily supplements and detox teas for an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue, and you will be glowing from the inside out. It's time to avoid the dreaded trip to the grocery store with Saqqara. And right now, Saqqara is offering our listeners 20% off with their first order when they go to saqqara.com slash shameless. 
or enter code shameless at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash shameless to get 20% off your first order. Again, that's Sakara dot com slash shameless. Don't wait another minute. Go check it out. And now back to the show. All right, everyone. It is episode time. We are here with Head USA Divine talking about dick sucking. Head USA Divine, as you heard in the bio, is a master oralist. What is a master oralist, you say? Well, you also probably heard that she is a dick sucking expert. And I can tell you right now, this is probably going to be one of our top episodes because so many of our listeners love how love learning how to be the ultimate lover. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Uh, Head USA Divine, we always start with a similar question for most of our guests. Tell us how you got to where you're today. And in for you in particular, what was your inspiration for making dick sucking into a science? And how did you become a master oralist? Awesome. Well, thank you guys again for having me on your platform. So hello, everyone. My name is also, actually, it's like three different entendres to it. So it's Hedusa, like Medusa. Oh my gosh. It's Head USA. Okay. And then it's also Head Yuza, like I use your head. Oh, you know? <laughs> I love that. So there's like three different uh, meanings to it. But thank you so much for having me on your platform. I really, really appreciate it. So, how I got started? Well, I got started in this. Um, archetype or I created this archetype of Hedusa um, as uh, paying pretty much homage or um, I was inspired by my partner um, that I've been with for the past decade. And, um, you know, we pretty much engaged in this activity nonstop, constantly. And not only did it, but we also were like, became experts in it. So we like became analysis, um, we, you know, critique other master oralists or people that we thought were awesome in the art form, and we just like embodied it. So this archetype of Hedusa, Hedusa, um, really just is a brainchild of our connection, of our union, and of our gift that we share with the world. So he inspired me um, to actually create Hedusa and just, you know, uh, share it with the world. And when I actually decided to how was decide or how I decided to share Hadusa with the world. Um, I created an NSFW Twitter and I'm sure you all are familiar familiar with that. And it's pretty much like Pornhub. <laughs> it's pretty much like Pornhub. So people are just posting, you know, um, different videos and everything. And I just saw that there was a need for um, just creating this art form because it is an art form, everyone, into a science. There was really no rule or regulation per se, or just like standard for what is a good dick sucker, what is a good blowjob, let alone an excellent one, you know? So I was just like, you know, I have some tips, some techniques, some moves that I can create into a science and share with the world in order to empower them. I'm all about empowerment because I don't want you to just read my book and just be like, well, I have to suck dick like Hadusa and then I'm going to be an expert. No, you empower yourself to suck dick how you want to. I do have different techniques. I do have different moves that I share with you, but you create the tapestry for yourself. You use the dick as your canvas and you are the paintbrush. You're the different paints. You're the colors and you create your own picture, you know? So I just really wanted to give you techniques to use, put together yourself, 
and then you create your own version of a master oralist. Which sounds very empowering. And we we're going to ask you a question about how becoming a master oralist creates, you know, this self empowerment part of, of oneself that's doing it. You kind of said it because you're creating your own canvas. You can learn the tips and then adapt them to how you like. Is there anything other, any other pieces in there that helps becoming a master oralist leading to being a self-empowered human? Definitely for sure. So it, this kind of, um, relates to my book, but I divided my book into three different categories, which are mind, body, and spirit. So in order for you to even engage in sucking dick, I really think it starts with the mind because a lot of us are like super anxiety ridden about it. We're like insecure about it. And then that leaks into us actually physically doing it. And as energetic beings, we can feel each other's vibe. Like, you know, when you're around someone and you're like, I don't really, I don't know what it is, but my body wisdom, my vibe is telling me something is off or you love them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like really just um, conquering, I don't want to say conquering, but like transmuting the mind and then that leaks into the body. And then if you're like a spiritual type of person that opens the spiritual realms as well. Um, and I can tap into that if you guys would like, but really just starting with the mind, you know, that's really, really important. That's important in anything. Um, so I would say the mind is like the most important. And then once you are secure in yourself and, um, I don't like, I would say confidence, but you know, you don't have to be like a five-star starting off. You can just be like, I'm going to do this for you. And he'll appreciate that you know, just knowing that you're secure in and of yourself. And then that is emitted through you actually engaging in the activity. And that goes both directions for giver and receiver. I'm assuming it's all in your mind, right? Yes. And a lot, like I've listened to a lot of interviews about this art form and they never really top, like tap into the mind. It's all just about the physicality of it, but it's like, the, the physical comes from the mental. You even wanting to do it starts in your mind. And there's three different minds. There's the brain, there's the heart, and there's the gut. So you have to really just use all of them synergistically and then goes into the body and the spirit. You talk about uh, energy transfer through sex. And I think you just kind of commented on that. And mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that sticks out to me in, I just, I describe myself as very energetically, uh, I don't know if I use the word sensitive, but, uh, the energetic attuned. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm empathic and I feel energy from people. I make assumptions mm-hmm. based on what I feel when it comes right. to sex energy is, is the number one thing that will get me into my arousal, help me relax or feel safe. It isn't right. the things that someone says or does it's the, how they energetically show up. So when mm-hmm. you speak through energy transfer through sex, can you tell us a little more about what that's about? Definitely. So we all know the saying, energy is never created nor destroyed. So sexual energy, creative energy, those are actually two sides of the same coin, you know, and with sexual energy, if you're able to harness that and really just dig into that, then you're really able to manifest and materialize anything that you'd like to. Now, dependent on your energy, the other person's energy and the energies working together, that um, is just like a transference, you know, and it's like, it's honestly one of the most open 
forms of energy transfer that really I can think of, honestly. So if you're engaging with someone who's toxic, who you know has toxic traits, who have physically shown you toxic traits, and then you engage with them, whether that's like through fellatio or other sexual ways, and then you wonder why <laughs> minutes later, hours later, you know, you don't feel so good. Your stomach hurts, you, your head hurts. You know, you're trying to start a business or, you know, start, get ahead in life and it's just not working out. You really have to be aware that maybe the energy of that person is inhibiting you from doing what you want to achieve, you know? So like we really, honestly, with sex, it's all like popularly it's really just about the physicality of it but like I like I was saying before um when you do when you put the mind in it and then also like the spiritual aspect which is the energy aspect you'll just really really understand and um you'll be more aware careful with who you engage with and is there a way to go about doing that because I I I also am only now I think starting to recognize energy and dropping in. And when I feel really good and I'm not feeling drained by either in, if it's conversationally or, or sexually with people uh, or my partner. And I, I don't know if I can describe to people how to do that. And I'm wondering if you could, cause there's some people out there that are just super logical. They're, they're, they're using their, their left brain and right. not necessarily tapping into that, to that openness. Are there any tips right. for, for people to drop in that you, that you can share? Yes, it's body wisdom, guys. It's it's it just goes with that. Even if you're super left brain analytical, robotic, you know, you still feel even like the primal urges of I'm hungry, you know, my stomach's rumbling, or you have a pit in your stomach, you have butterflies in your stomach. Really just being aware of that. We've been uh really conditioned to suppress that and not give that any thought or consideration or any mind. Pay no pay no mind to it. But it all ha like that happens to even the most logical people, you know, even the people that aren't even tapped into energy and spirituality and all that stuff, like they still have those um, primal instincts. So really just understanding that because we all have sexual organs um, and we know how they work. You know, we know that they um, have a rise, arousal peaks and dips and all that kind of stuff. So when you take that energy and you, put that energy um or you compare that energy to how your stomach is or I don't I think for women I would say your womb it's like womb wisdom um for males it's really just like your gut because men they don't technically physically have a womb but they still have like that spiritual aspect to them where it will tell you okay this person's good this person's bad this person's for me this person isn't for me you know so really just going with that body wisdom and using all three minds as well I'm hearing something that we talk about and a lot of our guests talk about too what you're referring to is listening being able to listen to your yeses your nos your maybes and, and because what you're saying is that and I agree so many folks, including myself, override our intuition and we get mm -hmm. this feeling, this sensation. So part of it is also being somewhat experienced and knowing how to listen to your body and, and slowing down and listening to a different sensation here, even when it comes to something as playful as oral sex. 
right. people can override their boundaries if they get in uh you know i don't something feels off with this person but you still do it you and still you're do it they're gonna really <laughs> affect you and feel right. not feel good and like we're, like you said we're like sponges um and you know even aside from oral sex even if it's just like you know kissing someone or going on the date with them you're like i'm just getting such a no like something does not feel mm-hmm. right and instead of being like the caretaker, overriding yourself, trying to be the good girl, the good guy, and um, not wanting to be too much or not enough. Instead, it's like, listen to it, which in turn helps you get out of your head. You know, the headiness of getting stuck in the stories is right, is wrong. Well, what does my body say? And then all right. of a sudden, the mind just slows down. Um, yeah. And I love that you brought that in into this, uh, into this, you know, this fun, playful thing that you're actually bringing in the body. body was. I really appreciate that. Right. And I think just to um, piggyback off of what you're saying is like, sometimes, even though you go against your intuition, that's supposed to happen. That's a part of the story. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you make those decisions, I don't want to say mistakes. Once, Sometimes when you make those decisions, you make them, you learn from it. And once you encounter something like that, again, you're able to relate it to something that already happened. And you're like, well, this is what happened last time. So do I really want to go through that again? Or am I going to choose a different path? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trust your instincts, everyone. Tap in. Sometimes yeah. it's hard when you drink too much wine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have a consent issue. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is so can we talk about uh, the art of sucking dick? What is the art of sucking dick? Perfect. So the two words I want to focus on first are sucking dick. So in the start of my book, I'm like, let's just cut to the chase. I'm not talking about just blow jobs. I'm not talking about hand jobs. I'm not talking about anal play. I'm not talking about anything. I'm talking about using your mouth (laughs) and sucking dick, you know? So really just focusing on your mouth and yes, you know, sometimes I do have different techniques that use the hand, but really just using your mouth and the coordination of your mouth and the dick And as far as like the art portion goes, so art, this ties into like the energy, um, creative energy aspect as well. But the art of sucking dick is like, it's, it's an art form and art is science as well. So when I say art, like I was alluding to before, it's like you create the masterpiece, you create the tapestry, it's free form. It's your work, you know, it's your story it's your movie so really just having a basis and an educational tool that's really when I what I wanted to evoke in the book in the products um, that I'm going to talk about a little later on but just really showing you yes it's it's an art form yes it's open-ended but here is a path here is a science here are some tools to really just become a master in the area because let's cut to the chase men like their dick sucks they do do? (laughs) and if they don't if they're like you know what it's cool they're gonna get it from somebody on the side or they're gonna like wish they're gonna go on um webcam you know Mm. they're gonna go on Pornhub and it's like you're physically there so it's like if you're able to satisfy and fulfill those needs then they won't really need to go outside of you you know Mm. so I just wanted to create those tools to not only make it a science but allow you to use your creative juices your creative Mm. flows and just create your own masterpiece. Okay, time for a quick break. 
This podcast was made possible by Uberlube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant that enhances sex and intimacy. We receive emails from listeners who have tried Uberlube, and the feedback is unanimous. We never knew lube could be this good. It's also less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes, and there are thousands of doctors recommending Uberlube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks experiencing dryness. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on my body. And it isn't just for sex. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth before an oral sex session. Totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's beautiful. It looks like a cosmetic product. So I just leave it out on my nightstand totally shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off plus free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made beautiful animated modules and super honest short videos to give you ways to reach even more pleasure. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives. We all know pleasure is fluid and ever-changing, so why not add more tools to your pleasure tool belt? OMGS is for everyone, so whether you are a vulva owner or you just love vulvas, OMGS will give you the techniques to get your O face on. There are two seasons to choose from and hundreds of gorgeous videos to explore, so go see what science says about pleasure and visit omgs.com slash shameless. That's omgs.com slash shameless to get $5 off your OMGS access. Again, omgs.com slash shameless. Go check it out. Now back to the show. It sounds like what you're saying too. I'm like the queen of reiterating things, but it helps me to understand. I love it. Cause I'm like, what did I just say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, part of like, I might have created a story and that might not be what she said, but it sounds like what you're, what you're saying is, is the book you want to create a book that gives people a foundation and tools, mm-hmm. but then the, the art piece is to figure out who you uniquely are. What's your unique offering in sucking dick. It isn't just, it isn't mine, it isn't April's, it isn't necessarily yours. It's that here's this, the foundational pieces, here's the education, here's right. all the options, but then the art piece is, is what you uniquely choose to bring to it. It's not what you saw right. on a porn video. And, and so right. it's the art piece you're referring to, you know, technique can be a part of it, but also the things you say, the way you move your body, the outfit that you wear, like, is that kind of more of the parts that people can uniquely weave in that speaks more to them? Yes, that's definitely. And that's where the empowerment comes in, you know, because it's like, you're not just like doing it because Hedusa said on page 15 in her book to do this, you know, you're doing it because not only are you like reading and educating yourself about it, but you're like ingesting it as well. And it becomes just a part of the routine that you create. I like making things sciences. I like making things systems and routines. Mm -hmm. So I'm really good at that. I know um, some people aren't good at it. So I just wanted to just present this option, present this lane so that you are like, you're able to be like, okay, well, I started at point A. Now I'm at point C and this is how much I've grown. Mm -hmm. You know, you're able to track the progress. And our listeners absolutely love tips, tricks, and 
becoming, as Amy mentioned in the beginning, becoming masters at their own sexual practices and becoming a master oralist is obviously, I, I would love a PhD, right? <laughs> that would be amazing. Be my sensei, right? Sensei, right. I need it from Medusa. So can you give our listeners some top tips uh, who, uh, people listening out there, they want to step up their dick sucking game, top tips from Medusa? Definitely. So as far as um, just like the mind aspect goes, I would say, you know, just come at it from a way that you are there to give, not necessarily just do it. And then you want to get right into sex. Um, how I approach it is like, it's just like, I am pleasing you. This is, um, my gift to you, you know, because a lot of us go into it and we're like, well, I'm just going to suck his dick and then we're going to have sex. You know, <laughs> this is just the precursor. Sometimes that's necessary, but I would say um, really just to like hone in on the art form, I would say just mentally make that decision and then you'll be able to open up more because you're not doing it from a selfish space. Um, body wise, I have many different techniques and one of my, or some of my new products um, that I'm going to be releasing are like instruction guides, or like cheat sheets to literally different techniques and then I break those techniques into different parts into different movements and I make it even more of a science for you to just go step by step through um I'll just touch on one of them I would say one of the most popular ones is deep throat women are like so scared they're like I'm gonna throw up like he's gonna <laughs> push me off of him like what's going on and when it comes to deep throating it's not like you have to deep throat like a porn star your deep throat can just, you know, touch the back of your neck or the back of your throat and that's deep throat. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when it comes to you doing deep throat or have a move called the washing machine spin cycle, like you determine how much you want to move your neck. You determine how wide you want to open your lips, you know? So um, it's really just contingent on your mechanics of your mouth, of your body, how it's set up, your lips. Mm -hmm. Um when it comes to the body wise and then the spirit wise, just like being a place of peace, being, um, a, being to be, being able to provide a stress relief, um, especially in, you know, difficult times yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we're in now, mm -hmm. um, just being, a, being able to do that, but just on like a physical tip, I literally have about, I think I have about like five instruction guides that I have posted broken down into different movements. And then I also have three cheat sheets that are like finishing moves. Mm -hmm. A lot of women are like, I don't know, like I suck his dick, but he doesn't come and it like hurts their feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of my coaching clients are like, yeah. how do I, how do I get it to not only, you know, stay hard and pleasure it, but how do I get him to come? So I decided to make some finishing moves. Um, instruction guides as well so I've heard that from um, a number of people or also penis owners who are like I don't work out we actually had uh, Nick Scopoletti who yeah, he has his show. own podcast not sex really well it's kind of it's called the Mangina Dialogues but he was here on our podcast asking his sex questions openly which was cool because he wasn't afraid to like you know he shared his vulnerability yeah. and one of them was that, that I don't don't or orgasm from oral sex or I never have and kind of like what's wrong with me yeah and we were like right. nothing yeah nothing's wrong with you probably just in your head and um but I, yeah, I like that. That and then on the the flip side of that is uh, the reverse would be other folks who take it personally when their or their partner doesn't orgasm from sex. So um, I think that that's definitely a helpful tip. And I and I like what you said 
Um, again, I just love when people normalize the fact that everyone is different. So again, like your, your way that you, you deep throat a cock might not be the way that April deep throat a cock. That's what I'm cock. saying. You don't have to be a porn star. <laughs> yeah. You're not. All, all of our mouths are shaped differently. Some people have stronger <laughs> gag reflexes. Some people have right. tighter, smaller jaws. And so there isn't what, and that's that empowerment piece is figuring out more so uh, what works for you uniquely. I, I think that's just so, so important. I mean, I met, I met people who are, you know, women who's 40 years old and also people have traumatic experiences from oral sex. Like I totally understand. And, and that kind of thing. And, um, right. and I see when you talk about the art of dicks, like you say, not face fucking, I think that's when people can, when it's non-consensual face fucking. Right. That's one thing I forgot. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause it's, you know how guys are just like, acting like your mouth is a vagina and they're yeah. just it's like no mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. no this that's not what i'm talking about so i'm yeah. glad you brought that up yeah. sometimes that's hot and sometimes right yeah, and are, sometimes yeah. and that's sometimes i'm like fuck my face and then sometimes right. like no not I, not, not Stop, right i wasn't ready no. yeah, yeah totally <laughs> yeah i think face fucking sh- should be negotiated most of the time if not all of the time and right and it, yeah because it because those little things create trauma like Sometimes we want to feel objectified. I feel, I love feeling objectified and sometimes like a, like a piece of meat, but it's when I choose it. It isn't when right. someone else just gets to choose that in our interaction. But when it, when it's you know, consensual, fuck yeah, objectify me and totally like make me feel used, but only when I choose that. And that's when I'm empowered because it turns me on. But exactly. if you do, if you do on your own terms, without checking and think, well, we're going to have a problem and I might not suck your dick again. So. Right. This is a one and done experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I guess, do you also talk about with the art of dick sucking about spitting and swallowing? Because people ask me that question all the time. Like, is it okay if I don't swallow? I'm like, it's up to you. And it's I, really up to you. Yeah. yeah. That, up that's, to you. Okay, good. So I'm giving the right advice. Then. <laughs> yes, you are. I mean, like, it's like, it's kind of like dick sucking is like a jack in the box. Like, yes, you know, you know what you put in the box, but it's like anything can pop out, you know you know, based on the the type of person it is or the experiences they had, the trauma that they had. So really like, especially like with my clients, cause I do coaching um, and consulting. It's like, I'm kind of like a well of knowledge, a well of wisdom. And I share with them based on their scenario, um, their situation, what they want to achieve, you know, the different steps, um, step-by-step on, how to achieve what they want to do you know so it's like with this art form it's like so um subjective to the uh or personalized to the specific person and it's like a one way fits all is not the answer so if you like it sprayed on your face do it if you like it on your tits do it if you like it down your throat do it Mm-hmm. like if you want to just say like you you deal with your own car, yeah. Go ahead. yeah if you want to ha- yeah. do it in a trash can do yeah. it <laughs> and i love i think the one size fits all approach is so not i mean limiting it's, it's, it's limiting and it's just not really it doesn't make sense it doesn't, it doesn't because humans are so different and all of us have we're just sponges and all of this active stuff happening in our brains and then you have your bodies on top of it it's like yeah. there's no way that you could be like do this and then every single time you will come it also takes right. the fun like <laughs> yeah. I mean, this should all all be fun and enjoyable right. and when we're trying to fit in this one mold 
like that might be fun for like two times or something, but eventually it's gonna be like, well, this is kind of monotonous and all. Right. We're not, we're not robots, but you can buy one if you really like them. They're, really, they're expensive. They're expensive, but you could have the same dick sucking every time if you want. Just go online. So I want my dick sucking every Tuesday night in the missionary. Position. Yeah. Well, right. Go. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's like having sex in missionary all the time. It's all like, the time. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool, but you know it's gonna get boring. Yeah, yeah. we need some change. So if people want to work with you, find you, find your book and find you on social media can you give all of your plugs please yes so i am i a m as in money hedusa h-e-a-d as in door u-s-a dot com um my skype is there i do skype sessions i'm also a webcam artist and creative also known as a webcam model so my time and my website that i use is on there uh instagram is next level head h-e-a-d um, my Twitter is I am Hedusa, just like the website. I'm on clips for sale, um, Pornhub, X videos. Uh, what else am I on? OnlyFans, mm. the oh, popular yeah. OnlyFans. Oh, yes. Yeah. So if you just type in Hedusa, you'll be able to find me, but my website houses everything I just said. And that's where people buy your book. So is your book, uh, electronic and print or just electronic? It's just an ebook and it's available um, through my website and also on Amazon. That's okay, the blowjob awesome. handbook. Yeah, the official blowjob handbook, correct. Ooh. Cool. Yeah, go check that out, everybody. You get deeper, dive deeper into uh, the dick sucking experts tips and learn about the art of sucking dick. Oralist. Yeah, master I want to be right. a master oralist. I know. My mom right. is so <laughs> proud. She's listening. <laughs> Seriously, she was. She's listening, but she she listens to every single podcast episode. So she's like, "Well, my daughter's now a master oralist. Yeah. <laughs> she's, got, she's got the bumper sticker on. Yeah. My daughter's a master yeah. oralist with honors. That's super funny. Yeah, and I also um, just to mention, I also have a new book um, that's going to be published today, available today um, on webcamming. My perspective on webcamming and how to really just make money doing it because there's a lot of money in webcam dude i would love to be able to share that because i i constantly tell people uh we've done a lot of work with xbiz and uh we had a show out in brooklyn called the sex expo when they were still able to have conventions and uh the right. chatterbait <laughs> models were always there and, and i thought it looked really empowering to be able to use your own laptop and webcam to make money and you don't have to touch people yeah, you don't have to touch people <laughs> you choose your hours yeah. you choose you can choose right. work so you're like you're kind of an some, asshole bye i've, I've <laughs> definitely shared that i was a be a cam model go yeah. go on and be a webcam model so uh, that yes. definitely, please, when you have the link, send that to us so I can also share of course. that information with people. And for all of our listeners out there, check out all of Hedusa's, it's imhedusa.com. So Great. go on there, check out all her goodies and things. And w- thank you for being on our show. Mm-hmm. You are awesome. And I, I, love, I love what you're sharing with mm-hmm. the world. I think it's really important. And I'm, I'm really happy that you you came on and shared some of your knowledge with us. Yes, thank you all so much again. I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm honored. You guys are so awesome. You guys have done so much work in this industry, just creating this platform. So gratitude. I appreciate you. 
Oh, thank thank you. you. We appreciate that. And we also appreciate our wine sponsor, Margins Wine. Why? Because it's tasty, yummy. Amy and I drank about three bottles yesterday, not by ourselves. <laughs> we had another friend or two. We here. had another <laughs> friend or two. And they also commented about how tasty and lovely it was, refreshing. So go to marginswine.com. They deliver all across most states. And check out why Amy and I have been huge fans. You sign up for their newsletter because you can't buy it all year round. She runs out really fast. So check that out. There are also some coupon codes on our website so you can uh, buy some and save all right y'all I love each and every one of you and I'm encouraging each and every one of you to write us a five-star review on iTunes why because it helps more people find out about shameless sex and it really helps more people have better amazing sex what Well, and one way to make that easier, because a lot of people get confused on how to review us, just go and enter the URL ratethispodcast.com slash shameless sex, and then it will give you an easy way to rate us in the apps that you want to rate us I'm sure they could also just go to ratethispodcast.com and type in shameless sex in the search bar, Uh yeah. But it does help us, y'all, and it really helps everyone be able to receive our messages. Apple iTunes has crazy algorithm, and the more reviews we have, the easier we can be found. So... We will see you next Tuesday, y'all. And maybe next Friday. We're still deciding, but ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.